Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren. Hi. Tunza. What's up? And Danboy. Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're reading some love stories and playing 2021's Love Choice. Love Choice was developed and published by Akiba Studio. From what I could find online, this is the only game that they've released so far, but they are currently working on a game called Glidecat. Whatever that is. Before we get any further into Love Choice, I want to give the spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this before listening to this episode. This was our short game for the month of August, and I'm going to give a brief summary of the story for Love Choice. This was kind of hard to break down because it is an anthology between three separate stories that don't tie in together. But essentially the story falls a couple usually in different stages. So one starts like as young adults, one starts as kids, and then the last one is just like adults that are already married. But you make choices along the way and read and base your decisions off of what's going on to have the outcome of the story. That's the, probably the easiest way to explain it. Unless you guys yeah. have anything else. I, I think that's the best explanation. That was good. Each episode, we break up the main points of the game between us. So starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us about those for Love Choice. Uh, it is, a, I don't know, a text-based like game. Uh, for the most part, you're, you pick. You have a couple of choices to pick. Uh, there's a little mini games. Uh, there's clip clickable interactive like objects and like scenes, which it doesn't tell you that. So <laughs> you kind of had to figure that out on your own, and that's basically it. And that all shapes and molds the story to get different outcomes. That's basically gameplay. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to the gameplay portion. You can. Like you said, interact with the the image above the dialogue. Um, that sometimes it just clicking on stuff. Sometimes you got to move. Sometimes you got to like, uh, like use the the wheel to like zoom out, basically, um, or like slide the bar in the middle to unlock more of the scene. Uh, it's done in different ways, and I think it keeps it fresh, but. It's basically just clicking and reading and moving. All right, next up is Lauren, and she's going to tell us about the art for Love Choice. Okay, so had a hard time finding stuff about this one. Maybe it's just a common theme with these like much smaller games. It's just going to happen. But the artists that are credit for it is EC. That's all it says is EC. As the main artist, so that's that's the guy or girl, I don't know. <laughs> Ling Lu and Zhao are also credited as artists. Best way to describe the art was the way Corey described it to me, which is that it kind of looks like it was drawn with crayon for a lot of it. Um, my favorite art scenes were the ones where they show you how their life turns out, basically. It's, like, the super colorful, like, lots of blues and purples. 
uh, each scene, you know. Uh, the distance one does it a bunch in that one, where it's got, like, purples, and it shows, you know, how their lives, I guess, turned out after that. There's the scene with the side story love detective, when you get to go through finding all the clues for the anniversary gift and dinner. There's, like, lights everywhere, the necklace is hanging on the wall, the tree that you want, yeah, the tree... That you watered when looking for clues for your husband cheating on you. What you thought in the laundry room is all decorated with lights. So it's like, you know, sparkly, I guess, is a good way to say it. It's a dark room and it's lit up. It's interesting looking for sure. Sort of reminds Um, me of like Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. She, She even says like, oh, is that my Christmas tree? Besides, like, actual, like, cutscene art, that was probably my favorite art when it came to the gameplay portion of it. Because, like, a lot of it's just kind of, like, point and click, and it just shows a different picture. But this one was actually changing the whole scenery and making it all, like, you know, lights in it and giving it its little touch to the story. So, that was my favorite art scene, I think. Hey. Well, yeah, that's all I really got for this one. <laughs> Yeah, I know this is like a harder thing to really find because this was a Korean game that was translated into English. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to track down like information. Um, I had a hard time on my end as well. So I don't know if Dan had any better luck, but he is up next and he's going to tell us about sound design and music for Love Choice. So there really wasn't much like sounds really like there's just like the i don't know great way to put it but like the sounds playing to kind of give the game some feels i guess the ambient noise (laughs) yeah yeah that was that was kind of it most of the game Uh, yeah yeah for the most part it was just like piano playing for the most part like there, there really wasn't much. I think like the washing machine like had noises. That that was about it. Like there really wasn't much sounds to the game. There's a full song at the credits. Help me. That's yeah, cool. that song's pretty like good. Song. Sounds like a anime like outro for like a slice of life anime. Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I. You watch the credits? Wow. Wow. I did that. No respect. Honestly, don't think I got a credit scene. I was going to say, it's not. You have to get the right ending to get that credit scene. Uh, That explains it then. Well, Dan did not get it. It just popped up saying the end, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it depends on which ending you get. For the most part, it is just background music. Um, th- sorry that this these sections have been kind of short this episode. It's just hard with the translation, and it's such a short, small game. Uh, but we are now going to open up the floor and talk about anything that made an impact while we were playing Love Choice. I, I was talking about right away. I didn't get a good ending for the di- like the second story, the distance one, and then I was like, oh, I'm good. I was like, I'll hear from your guys is like what happened. <laughs> so. Because now, once you said the mouse wheel, I was like, I never scrolled out, so that's probably why. Um, in Love Distance, the there is not a happy ending. Oh, there's not? No. no. So essentially, 
for the ending. There's two, there's three total endings for that story. The first one is if you just don't invite, like you don't walk over to her when you're kids and talk to her. Okay. So at the beginning where you're like, hey, like we're watching cartoons, come watch cartoons. And she's like, no, I'd rather listen to the radio. If you just don't do anything after that, it just ends. You're just like, okay, like you don't even get to know her. Um, you can end the story two other places, but they're the same outcome. One is when she first tells you that she's leaving to go study music when you're kids before you play piano with her. And the second one is on the Ferris wheel. When she tells oh, you I that never she's seen a Ferris wheel. So. Oh, well, at one point you meet her at a Ferris wheel after talking to her for like, is it like four years, Lauren? Four or five years? That is five. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. You meet up. You finally move to the city where she's living. You meet up. She tells you, hey, I'm studying. I'm going to go study abroad. Um, and you talk about this on the Ferris wheel. You can either tell her, like, you know, at that point in time, you could just tell her, like, oh, like, you know, good for you. Like, good luck. And that ends the relationship. <laughs> Or you can kind of just talk to her and be like, hey, like, you know, we can still communicate like we have been. And then the last ending, which I do not like. Same. Uh, as t- more time progresses, you guys are like talking, you're growing more and more distant. She's not into the things that you're into and vice versa. She's really focused on like becoming like a professional musician, like playing p- like a pianist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you guys like talk one night and Stan, which is the boy, he starts like attacking her. Um, If you like click around the room, he's like, well, what about your family? Or like, what about us? Or like, he's just like starts throwing these like low blows at her. And then she eventually moves back to wherever this takes place, which I'm assuming is based in Korea. And you guys end up being together, but then that ending cutscene is she like wakes up in the middle of the night and like plays piano because she's miserable and she hates her life. Yep. Yeah. It is not a good ending, and he's abusive in the aspect of like he manipulated her. He made her feel bad to come back yeah. and be miserable. Well, yeah, because she, right before then, she tells him, she's like, hey, like, I just don't think I'm going to come back. Like, you know, I want to pursue my dreams. Like, it's here, you know, all this stuff. And then that's when he starts like, well, what about your family? Like, what about our promise to do the Ferris wheel again and all this stuff? And then she finally, like, starts crying is like, you're, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm just going to come back after I graduate. And then you end up together, but she resents you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that one has no good ending. Like the yeah, I don't. I'm gonna say the one I think I got was just like she went on and did her own thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, like and you never, you guys never seen each other or spoke to each other again. <laughs> yeah, I think that ending tells you like she was successful, you were successful. You guys yeah. like talk on like Twitter or something every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think anything like overall in that one is that happy. Like it's good for them that they were successful, but like their love didn't like last. And then the other one's like, 
she doesn't get to do what she's passionate about, but they're together but not happy. Yeah. So just kind of a weird, that is a really strange one. Um, I love that we jumped to the second story. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess mine's the first one. I went through like almost all the ending, like you know everything. Like, cause you had to do it. You had to do it perfect, right? You had to do it. Like, you had to get that good ending to even move on. Well, you had to yeah, get because the first two time, separate ones. Yeah, because the first time I think I did, I got it like uh, like she breaks up with you. Same. And then the yeah, next I got time I did, like I ten got... times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, actually, about I know I quitting it. the game after that because like I didn't understand. I didn't know to click on objects at that point. Yeah, I picked every like, single option, and I was like, okay, nothing's yeah, changing. Yeah, that was, you know, so it was three times. So I did the first time, she broke up with me. I went through and changed every option to the other one, broke up with me. And then the next time, it's like, everything's in red, then it was like, I really think, like, not talking would be the best mood, and I was like, there's not an option not to fucking talk there. And then, like, I clicked on it, and it was like, oh, okay, and then you had to, I had to go back to just interactive stuff. Yeah, that's the the first story, which is just called Love Game, and they're like young adults, yeah, teenagers. I I couldn't really figure it out because they're at a thing well, called from the Game credits, Fest. I thought this was like a that that one's like a true story. <laughs> like if you watch the credits, they like talk like they like credits. yeah yeah it they literally say like something about like thank you for like choosing to make a game about our story and. Yeah. How much you mean to me, or something like that. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, that was good. Besides, like not knowing the click stuff, because I originally just thought this game was just cho- like choices, like choices matter. Yeah, which it's more like interactive in the picture is what matters. The dialogue well, I... isn't as much. Yes, as far as I know, I don't think the dialogue really changed much. Like she always responded the same way. Yeah. Until you got the right one. Like after you look at her Twitter and you pick you end up getting the Oh the, yeah. Like the Sherlock Holmes or Cat Holmes or whatever. Yeah, then she's like, Oh, like how did you know that I wanted to watch this movie? Didn't get like the hot pot one. She's like, How'd you know? And I was like, I also want hot pot right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that part's pretty cool because you have to like go on her Twitter feed and kinda use context clues. Go simp like every single one of her posts yeah. from all the way back. I full bledged turn into Dan on that one. Did you? Yeah, because you had to like all of her all of her tweets to get one of the achievements. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, it's weird, didn't it? Like, <laughs> hey, we we'll hang out and then go back and just like every single one of their things. Do you, uh, yeah. Lauren? Do you want to like talk kind of like a brief summary of how that story goes? Um, for for love game, one? yeah, love just game? like how like each section, like you start by meeting her at the game fest, right? You start meeting her at uh, game was jam. it game jam? They're working in teams trying to figure out a game with a certain theme. You notice her sitting by herself. You kind of go up to her, talk to her. Um, the best option is obviously to talk about the game theme itself. But then after that, you kind of like keep in touch via like 
WeChat. And yeah. you go through the Twitter feed like they were talking about. That's how you get context clues on, like, because the story is, like, you're the guy and you want to ask her out. You find out, like, her perfect thing. Like, she really wants to see that movie. She she really likes Hot Pot. So she starts talking to you about her day at work. And you kind of just give her a little bit of advice and ask her out. You guys go and see her favorite movie. You, you know, you go and get food. Then you start having these back and forths of talking on the phone and just talking, like, deeper about certain things, about games, about, you know, animals and music and all those things. And then as the story progresses, you start you start thinking about, like, the little flaws you see in each other. And... If you go through with all of that, it's it's pretty much, you know, if you get everything right. I don't want to, like, say the whole story, but, you know, there's trash everywhere, and she's just not cleaning it up. And you kind of lead it to where she does clean it up, and you guys get along, and that's the good ending, is that, you know, you guys get along, and... Your soulmates, and she writes an anniversary letter to you. Then bad ending, she leaves you. Yeah, she leaves <laughs> your ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's, there's like the three different endings for that one. Yeah, yeah, there is. Which what the other ones? She's just like, oh, like you make me happy or whatever. She's like on to the next three years or whatever. It's like yeah, something like pretty yeah. basic, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like happy like three three year like anniversary. That's that's kinda it. Yeah. The um the part where you're talking about hobbies and stuff, Tunza, this is where you had to use the scroll out on your mouse. Mm-hmm. Ah. Because it it shows you that there's like thought bubbles and you can click on the thought bubbles and they'll go deeper into conversation about whatever they're talking about. Yep. Yeah. It gives you that hint. Like whenever it first goes into that spot, cause it's like, it says something along the lines of like, Oh, like we have to like zoom out and like really like learn each other. Yeah. I guess I just didn't read that like that way. Mm. I didn't. I, I, yeah. That's the one, one of the ones I had to look up to get the last achievement because I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Same. I'm just a smarty pants. You're not that smart. <laughs> oh, there's really? also the scene where when they go, they get on their date or whatever, they go out and they're walking and there's all the stars and stuff. That's when yeah. you hold her hand. That one's pretty good. Or too. tell her. Can I hold your hand? Or it's beautiful, and it always anything you spend ruins the moment. <laughs> I like yeah. that. My first time through, it's just the first option is I like you, yeah. as awkward as possible, and that's the one I picked. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, no, I picked. Can I hold your hand or something? Because I was like, that's weird. I picked the moon is beautiful or whatever. I think I picked. See, I I, I picked the moon one, but I also thought the uh, like hold your hand thing i thought that was like discreetly like saying to do that thing that's why i was really confused i picked that one and it's like yeah the words like the words ruin the moment and it's like i didn't say anything what do you mean yeah (laughs) it's because you stopped and you said hey can i hold your hand instead of just doing it (laughs) 
They also yeah, uh, yeah, they, they also get in a fight, which I like that one. If you yeah. just don't respond, you just got yeah. You just you stop arguing and you hug it out. Make it out. Or you can just keep responding and get into a huge fight where the text yep. the, the text bubbles get bigger and bigger. And yeah, there's more like, of them. It's like, what's going on? What? Why can't I do anything here besides uh, swear words? Yeah, I don't want to yell at her. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we even fighting about? There's, there's no context in these text bubbles. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad when you don't actually know, and it's just like the relationships is falling apart, and you're like, I don't know what I need to do. I took you to your favorite place. Why you break up with me? I love that she's just like, all right, I have a suitcase. I'm gone. Yeah. Out. Adios. Um, we touched base with Love Distance, which is the second one. Um, mm -hmm. Who wants to talk about Love Detective? Lauren mentioned it briefly, but who wants to talk I don't, about that one? I don't. I'm not going to talk about it since I just talked about the last one. But I do want to say I want to talk about the ending when we get to that point. Just ask if anybody else picked the same thing as me. So, Dan, do you want to talk about Love Detective? Oh, man, sure, I guess. So, uh, starts off with you, uh, you doing, like, I don't know, Bejeweled? Candy Crush? <laughs> like, one yeah. of those type of games? It's just with, like, it mentions Bejeweled things. in the game. It's just like with people's three. faces. But yeah, it's super weird. And then, uh, the phone starts ringing. I don't know if you can answer the phone, I just didn't press anything and it's like oh call ended and i was like oh was i supposed to like do something there but uh and then you're like lauren said you're you think your husband is like cheating on you and so you start like looking around like your apartment or house i think it's more of an apartment it, it seems like it'd apartment. be more of an apartment yeah. so you start looking around trying to find like some clues as to if he's like cheating on you or whatever and then you start finding like really random things like you find like a random key you find this little cardboard piece on the table that has like symbols and like numbers on it oh yeah it's like a like a box box thing yeah it's like a you yeah, need a yeah. combination to open it yeah, yeah. And so you start like looking around, you go into like there's the three different rooms. There's the main living room, there's your bedroom, and then there's the laundry room. There is a bathroom, but I never opened it. I don't know if you can open it. It, it doesn't let you in there. Okay, I wasn't sure because Okay, anyway. Sure you, you you find like the combination to the box by just, you know, snooping around. And it's basically he's making a anniversary like gift for you. Like you open it up and then in the very middle it's like, oh, put the present here. And yeah. So once you find everything, you kind of put everything back to where they were and kind of set everything up to make it look like you don't know about it. And later that night he has the whole apartment all set up kind of in like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. You like go to the, he has like lines all through the apartment. You get all the combinations for the lockbox again, kind of in the same exact spots as they were. And 
in the laundry room, there's a pendant that's hanging on the wall. And you kind of grab that. It says, like, there's, like, an engraving on it, but you can't read it. And you put it into the lockbox, and you turn it on, and it shines a light onto the wall using the pendant. And it's like, I don't know if it says I love you or, like, anniversary, but it has, like, a heart in it. Happy anniversary. Yeah, is that what it says? Okay, yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds all right. And yeah, that's that's kind of it. And then, you yeah, dinner. he comes home, and you guys celebrate. Yeah, you have dinner together. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention that one of the achievements is to pick up the dirty laundry and put it in the washer machine. Yeah, yeah. And I then, and then, like taking the clean clothes and putting them in the closet. It's like doing all like the yeah, house chores or whatever is one of the achievements, which is super weird. Um, before you get the pendant and you light up that room, you find that pen. It's like a magic pen or whatever. What is, I don't know what that technology is. And I don't know how it triggers all that the light show to turn on, but it's it's pretty sure you just connect. It's like a it's like a pen it's... for reading like current. Did <laughs> you just? Connected shit. Yeah, because you just yeah, felt, they like... said like what it was. It was like silver something pen or something. You just like draw from point A to point B, and then like all the lights turn on, like in the laundry room that like they're all fancy Christmas lights and shit. Yeah, I think you were just technically like reconnecting the current for the bathroom lights. I don't know how well that would work, like drawing, but I mean, if you made something, probably it's so. By doing a quick little little Google search, it would be a conductive silver ink pen. Oh, scientists are creating circuits and switches easy. Wow. Scientist Dan over here. Yeah, scientist Dan. Um, the lockbox mm. is actually really cool. Dan kind of just yeah. like went over it. After you unlock it, it opens up, and then he puts in like a bunch of pictures from your relationship, and then you push the middle. S- Is it a square? Yeah, I thought you pu- pulled it out. Yeah, you like took it out. Um, and then that opens up, and there's more photos from mm-hmm. your guys's like relationship up to that point, and then that's when at the bottom it says like put your gift here or whatever. Yeah. That box is cool. It was super cool. I wish I could make one of those, but I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) Do it, man. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, but what? Lauren wants to know everyone's ending. So Uh, I'll I'll explain what I mean by that. Okay. Yeah. So when you get the scene where you're doing like dinner and stuff. I don't think it's every ending, so if you didn't get this option, that's okay. It asks you what your what the character's names are, or like uh, what yeah, her yeah. name, what yeah. her name is. So, what name did you pick for her? Grace. Grace. Okay, so then you got the same thing that I did, which is that they give you Thank a you. like, yeah, they give you like a thank you for giving Stan and Grace the happy ending that they deserve, or whatever. From the other story, from the distance one. Yeah, it didn't ask me anything about putting in anything. Yeah, see, I didn't get that, like, well, I mean, the other part. Because I was like, I don't know what, 
I didn't play the other one twice. Like, okay. I was like, oh, I'll figure out, like, give us something to talk about if I didn't know that one. Yeah, so that's, they tie in that if you pick that one, is that it's the people from the distance one. Well, I think you can pick the first girl, too. Yeah, I would assume, because it's the same name. Yeah, it's the same name as the first one, so I would assume that if you pick that one, it's kind of like giving them their story. But and then I put pretty custom nice. name. Yeah, Corey put custom name. And it's okay. how did I do that was different. What? Um uh, I think I think I was for going back through and click turning the phone off. Yeah, I think it was a certain ending. It was like you don't go and investigate, you just straight up just shut the phone off when it rings. Yeah, there's like a power button on the side. If you just click it at the beginning, it just turns it off and then you go right to the dinner. Yep. Oh. And yeah. that what triggers the okay. uh, So at the end of mine, like the phone starts ringing again and it's like mm-hmm. the Emily girl again calling and then like it doesn't even give you like the option to like answer like decline or anything like that like if you try it's like oh like i, I there should there might be an easier way to go about this or something like that and then you just turn it off and then just, yeah yep that's why i was like super confused but oh, yeah. was there not anything to do with the bathroom because on the like yeah, whenever you're kind of going through the scavenger hunt if you click on the bathroom it's like oh i'm i'm not gonna let him know i know what's in here and I was like, "What? How? How do I know that there's something in there?" I never yeah, <laughs> it never, it never like capitalized that. So it I never, it, it never opens either. You can never get into it. Yeah, I tried to. There's no achievements for it. There's no nothing. I don't know if it was like just a bad translation, maybe, and okay, it was supposed to say sense. something else. Yeah, it's, yeah, that, that's that's possible then. It's super weird because yeah, it just it's just there. It's like, no, nope, yeah. can't go in there. What is your guys' time to completion for this? Um, I finished it in 115 minutes. And I beat Lauren by like three minutes. Yeah, I was so upset. Mine was 118 minutes and Corey's pops up like 115 minutes. I was like, tag it! <laughs> uh, 51. Because that's... 71. Ooh, tons of speedrunner this episode. Well, I didn't do that. Like I said, I didn't do that second story twice. I just did it the one time, got that, and I was like, oh, it'll be something to talk about. Did you struggle playing the piano? Yes. I hated that part. I I struggled. I, I couldn't figure out, like, at what time I'm supposed to press it. Like, it doesn't really, like, tell you at all if you and i didn't know like i was like starting it like i didn't know i had to press like the first button so i like sat there for a good like minute or two like waiting for it to start playing and then i was like uh there's nothing happening it um if you fail enough times at it it will eventually have this white square that goes around the the picture and it it will light up like a dark white when you're supposed to hit it and that's the only way i got through it because i have zero sound for music yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. Have, I wouldn't have did good anyways. But uh, that was like the most frustrating thing about this game. Everything else was fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was like a mini game. There was like a mini game in the first one where you have to collect like restaurant, reviews. restaurant reviews. Very easy. 
There's like I did like the idea if you went through it, you got to just go with how many you had the first time. Yeah. So once you get like it all eleven the first time, so yeah, you get all of them, and then you don't have to redo the mini game. Yeah, you could just say skip. In the second one, I did get uh, stuck a little bit at uh, the part where you and the girl are walking like by the two stores and like the one has like the sausages the other one has like the little <laughs> piano thing were you Dude, supposed I sat to do there something for a good there? like 15 minutes i just so went I like, I just okay, went. whatever this is why i think i got the bad like and or whatever so you're supposed to get a different ending because i just left i was like i've done this we walked through, yeah. through the scenario because i keep waiting and it just keeps repeating and i'm like okay yeah. we're just gonna end it and then it just ends and then they tell you like she went off to do this you did this so, Dude, I got so like frustrated. I was sitting here. I was like, "Don't go for the fucking sausage. Like, yeah. just keep walking, man." I'm what are you doing? Save all your I money and bust like the piano. I was like, "I don't know what's going on." <laughs> so to solve the that problem, the cursor wants you to move to the sausage. Like, it will automatically start moving that direction. You just mm. click on the toy piano. Like immediately. Just, or? just keep your cursor on it and just keep clicking on it. And you'll eventually walk by the well, sausage stand. Okay. Well, you don't have to click on it the whole time, but that's how I did it, so I would pay attention. And I, so once you do it three times, you have enough money to buy the toy piano. Yeah. And then I it, figured. And then it just was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting this right. You keep buying this. And I was like, I'm done. And, and I just... Tons of the one uh, time I bought the sausage before I even like walked by. And then I walked by again with the sausage, and I was like, oh, okay. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> already had <laughs> it. Um, Tonza, we know you just love the sausage stand. That's really what yeah, it was. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't pass it up. All right. Uh, anything else about Love Choice you want to talk about, or can we move into recommendation? Move on. Moving on. Yeah. All right. Each episode, we go around and we find out if we would recommend the game we're playing and why or why not. So, starting with Dan, this episode, would you recommend this game oh. and why or why not? I think this is the first time I've ever been first. Oh my gosh. Um, I would recommend it. It's it's only two dollars. Like most of us finished under two hours. So it's like it, it doesn't take long to play through. It the, the stories are good in it, like the dialogue, you know, it's fine. There's some like deeper meaning in some some of the dialogue. I thought it was good. Uh Lauren? Yeah, I liked it. It was cheap. It was a change of pace, I guess. And I was able to get all the achievements in under two hours, so worth it. A nice, easy platinum. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not called a platinum on Steam. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) It's not a platinum. Platinums are different. Um, What about you, Tunza? Would you recommend this game? Yeah. Uh, I think it has a good price point for what it is. It's got uh, well, two cute stories, I guess. That second one sounds pretty depressing. <laughs> Only sad. I, I skipped, like, apparently I skipped, the, like, you know, my part was, like, not good, not bad. <laughs> Here's just like, ah, she moved on. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was fine. I think it was good. I definitely, it was different from what I was expecting. I was expecting more of, like, a choice matters thing, and it was, like, almost weird puzzle type s game yeah i would agree with that it was more puzzle like than i thought because i going into this i thought it was more of a dating sim 
Yeah, it's not that. Um, where it's more like, let me tell you a story, and you interact and figure out the puzzle for each section of the story. Um, yeah. I would also recommend it. I enjoyed it. It's short. I got all the achievements. Um, and I, I like the art style. I think it looks cute. Um, and, you know, give it a chance. One little session of playing it, you'll be able to finish it. Um, and then once you get all the achievements like me and Lauren did, we have no reason to ever play that again. True. Um, so the $2 po- price point was definitely worthwhile. Yeah. I would have been upset if that was like a $30 game. That was such I, a I cheap... Been two for 51. It was such a cheap entertainment for two hours. Two bucks? That's a good price for two hours of entertainment, I think. And I'll say it's better than what... I didn't know what it really... What I was expecting going in, but it was definitely better than I expected. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, towards the end of each episode, we dive into the review page of Steam and read some reviews for the game we're playing this in that episode. In a segment that we call Good, Bad, and Funny. For every game, we dive in and we get one good review, one bad review, and one review that we find funny. And then we just read a bunch after that until we get tired of doing so. Does anyone have any review? Uh, me, 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 me. All right, Lauren. Sorry, there's two of them I'm looking at right this second, and they made me this laugh. Is the first two? <laughs> Probably. Um, this one says, this is the Dark Souls of dating sim games. I thought that was kind of funny because you do have to like figure it out and click on that stuff or you lose every time. Are you getting broken up with? Yeah, and this other one says got dumped in the first five minutes. Ten out of ten for realism. (laughs) (laughs) Those made me laugh. Uh, I've seen a positive (laughs) one that just says I've come to the conclusion that women are a myth. Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. the one uh, the one below it, positive review. I don't get to be gay, sad face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's good, bad. <laughs> uh, uh, there is a negative one. Uh, 0.3 hours on record says, most shallow and low effort interactive fiction I've read. Not even worth as... Well, that didn't make sense. Not even worth as a coffee game, nor the low price. I don't think they realize you can click on stuff. Probably yeah, not. I think so. I think that was like a big thing because at first I was like, "What is this game?" I got a bad ending, bad ending. Finally, get the good one. It's like and then if you didn't click on anything else, the other times you would all, well, you wouldn't have like you just wouldn't know. And then <laughs> there's a positive review. Two point seven hours on record. Only cried three times with a bunch of like. Flexing arm emotes or emojis. And then there's another negative that just says, just play the first story. <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that first story so this is This kind of good. I like it. <clears throat> if you are single like me and wondering, why am I not getting a girlfriend? Play this game. And if you get the bad ending twice, then you'll understand why. You will never get a girlfriend with that mentality. <laughs> Love it. I love that one. Was that a positive review? Yeah, it was 7.2 hours. Holy shit. How? <laughs> they, they love that game. <laughs> they struggled really, really hard. 
Yeah, maybe. They just went through the first story like 150 times. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> this is what love feels like. But yeah, I'm good on reviews. You guys good on reviews? Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. I had a lot of fun today talking about love choice on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, we also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. At the end of each episode, we go around and just talk about anything we've been playing, any gaming news that jumps out at us, or just talk about life in general. Is there anything you guys want to talk about to close out the episode? No. I'm trying to think of uh, We still haven't played Raft Update. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hooked to World of Warcraft. Dan playing Pokemon they're, in Minecraft. They're, they're never playing Raft. No, it's it's going to be another right, month. We're, we're, and we're, we're, play, we're going to play it again. We're going to play it. No, you're not. We finished, <laughs> we finished the forest. We'll finish Raft. No, you won't. Three years from now. <laughs> we'll when they have to restart. <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess the big news for us is like uh, Hogwarts Legacy got delayed. A couple months, and people are pissed off about it. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm fine with it. It's not really even that big of a delay. It's only like three months. So, it is I, what it is. I don't, I don't just, It's too ambitious to not expect a delay. I mean, it's already been delayed once, but like, I want it to be as big as they promised, and if they can't deliver, mm -hmm. I'd rather just have them hold on. Same. Yeah. The crazy thing is, like, I've seen so many people on Twitter that are like, oh, Hogwarts Legacy gets delayed. 2022 is the worst year for gaming ever. And I'm like, no, you are so they, dramatic. They must only be looking forward to that game. Because, like, well, there was a bunch of delays. I was just telling you that I, there was that tweet that was like, hey, this tweet aged poorly. And I was talking about all the games. They're like, I can't believe these are coming out in 2022. And none of them are coming out. But it's like... Uh, just look forward to other games. There's a bunch of small indie games or smaller like teams like that aren't AAA. But there's also been that... big titles like Kirby came out this year. We're getting a Pokemon game soon. Like those are big Nintendo titles. Like there's been things that have came out. So like ex expand your horizon. Is all well, I is can it, say that. Is, are you just a Harry Potter fan? This game sold you to get into like video games. Or, I don't know. I like. We also just got Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which people are talking about Game of the Year for. So Weird. So, uh, it's going to uh, be a weird group of games this year for Game of the well, Year. Well, it's going to be definitely weird ones because your, your big hitters that were supposed to come out are no longer coming out. Um, I think God of War will probably... That didn't... That's still soon. Yeah, I don't think that one's still for the like 
the holiday season. But you yeah, got... that will probably end up squeaking out like game of the year. Well, you had Elden, Elden Ring to start off. Oh, the maybe, maybe not. Horizon's not going to be like I think people already forgot about that game. Yeah, that one's not going to be like game of the year. But you have Elden Ring at the beginning of the year. Like I said, Xenoblade, people are talking about game of the year for. If God of War is as good as the first God of War, it'll probably Yeah, if it's as good as the first game, like, I love that. Legends Arceus. For game of the year? That did come out this year. Yeah. You think think it would stack up? They ain't gonna give it it to a Nintendo title. Let's be real. Unless it's Zelda. Unless it's Zelda, that's it. Well, if there's nothing else, I mean, I don't know. I think Nintendo will get its like shine, like its limelight soon. Yeah, next year when Breath of the Wild Two comes out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the biggest gaming news. Uh, still playing Nino Kuni, and I, that's about it. <laughs> I got, I got, I got into the East Online beta for mobile. Did you play it? Have you played it yet? I played a little bit of it when I was at work, and it looks really good. And it's it's interesting because you're playing through the sixth game, um, as like uh, one of Adol's like companions. Like you're working with him to go through it, which is interesting. There's a lot of fans that like if that's their game, like that's their diehard, like their favorite game. They don't like the concept at all. They're already like, I don't like it. This is like, you know, making my favorite game look bad. They're just, they're not a fan of it. But for somebody that just likes the series as a whole, I think it it's pretty good so far. Yeah. There's that Tower of Fantasy that just came out. Mm-hmm. That's like a Genshin type game. And people are like, which one's better and all this shit. And it's like, can't just people like something? Like what? What do you gotta yeah, fight about it? Yeah, why you gotta compare? Oh, I also played the demo for Diofield Chronicles. Uh that came out two days ago. And yeah. that game is going to be a sleeper hit for sure. The game's also on Steam, by the way, Ford. Yeah, I figured as much. Steam Well, because you know you were like, oh, well, I didn't know, I don't if the know if demo was on, on the there. Switch. Yeah, but the demo's on there, it's coming out this week. Uh so there's a demo currently for PS5, Switch, and you said Steam. Yeah, yeah. It's the first chapter of the game. Anything you do in that first chapter, you can save. And if, when you buy the game later, you just continue from there, which is nice. But it gives you like a three-hour demo, essentially. That first chapter is pretty long. Um, super fun game. It's like a RTS, sort of, mixed with like, some like top down like Diablo looking dungeons um, each mission you kind of go into it looks really good uh, there's a lot of character customization in the aspect of like there's like a massive skill tree and you can like as you collect items you can form weapons you can buy weapons and you build like relationships between characters you can actually stack them together so you have two characters that So even though you can only bring four characters into a mission, you can actually stack them so that you can use a secondary character's, like, abilities. 
which is pretty cool. So you can have a total of eight characters in any given mission, technically. Um, and then I think if you level up your rank, you can actually swap them out, but I wasn't that high of a rank for my, like, mercenary group or whatever it's called. So I didn't get to mess with that at all. But I I'm really excited for it. It looks good. Um, I played through that demo in one night, and I'm excited to see how that goes. I, like I said, I think it's going to be a sleeper hit. Um, so September 22nd, make sure you play the demo beforehand. Uh, see if you want to get into it or play it at all. It it may not be something for everyone, but I enjoyed it. Downloading it right now. Uh, but that that's it for me. Anything else for you guys? I don't know. Has Dan said anything? What are you doing, Dan? Nothing. Pixel. I don't, I don't have anything, man. Just addicted to Pixel. Yep. <laughs> all right i'm gonna end the episode then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right uh i had fun having this little extra time at the end of this episode but i think it's time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode so thank you for listening and we will see you guys in the next one bye later see ya